Hello, this is the Home Talk Guys radio show. We are back in our home broadcast studio here in the Lumberjack Lodge, recently renovated studio overlooking our bucolic little town. Man, you know what? It's really great to be back in our home studio. But last week was really cool being on top of that train. You know, the only thing is I wish the studio wasn't right beside the restroom. Hey, man, let's not complain. It beats the old one for sure. That's true. I just don't understand why they had to put it right beside the bathroom. I mean, you can hear the toilet flush every time someone goes in there. (laughs) Hey, see, do you hear that? Think of it this way. When Mother Nature comes calling, you can quickly respond. Oh, that's for sure. You know, I drink a lot of green tea, and this may turn out to be handy. Hey, speaking of bathrooms, did you hear about Han? Han again? I'm afraid to ask. I mean, last week he got tangled up with trick-or-treating with his son, or maybe two weeks ago that was. What now? This guy, he, he just can't win. Anyhow, you know, because they live so far up in the canyon, they just recently ran the sewer system up there. But most folks, including Hans, they haven't connected into the sewer yet, so they're still using an outhouse. Yep, it can be expensive transitioning from free outhouse to sewer. I get it. Well, seems Hans' young son really hates having to use an outhouse. I can't blame him there. I'm sure his family will hook up soon. I mean, his dad, Handyman Han, could do it himself. He's got the skill. Well, it turns out it's probably going to be sooner than you think. You see, Han's son finally got tired of that old outhouse. He hated how hot it was in the summer, how cold it was in the winter. And, man, it smelled terrible all the time. (laughs) That's right. I've been in outhouses here recently on some hikes. Uh, They're pretty bad. And the flies and creepy crawlers, less than appealing for sure. So I can appreciate his feelings. Me too. Anyway, we had those big rains last week, and it made the creek rise. It nearly got up to the outhouse. But young Han, he decided, man, this is a perfect opportunity to push that evil thing into the creek and be done with it. (laughs) That's not a good idea. Nope, it's not. And there's a lot of reasons why that's not a good idea. Well, you know, he pushed and pushed until he got the thing rocking back and forth. Finally, he toppled it into the creek and it floated downstream. Uh There's going to be some unhappy ramifications from that, I'm sure. Uh, Sure enough. In fact, it started that night when uh, handyman Han confronted his young son and he said, Hey, uh, by the way, buddy, someone pushed our outhouse (laughs) into the creek today. Now tell the truth, son. It was you, wasn't it? Actions have consequences. (laughs) Indeed. Uh, Yes, Dad, it was, replied the young Han. (laughs) An honest kid. I like it. Yeah, well, he was honest, all right, but handyman Han was none too pleased. He told his son, then tonight after dinner, you and I are headed for the woodshed. Ouch. The woodshed, huh? But Dad argued the young Han. In school, we learned when George Washington was little, he chopped down a cherry tree, and he didn't get in trouble because he told the truth. Nice comeback from the kid. Yeah, he must be paying attention in class. But handyman (laughs) Han replied, well, son, that may be true. But George Washington's father wasn't in that cherry tree. (laughs) Oh, man. Come on. That's a stinker. Well, folks, uh, after that opening, retaining our anonymity might be prudent. But, well, hey, we'll take our licks. We are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk guys, uh, here to take your calls about home and home repair. That that we are. Um, Give us a call with your home and home repair questions or anything else you'd like to discuss. Uh, We'll try to answer it, maybe. (laughs) Our number is 423-821-3555. Or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. All right. What do you say we review a few tips on preparing the old homestead for winter? Because it's knocking on our door. (laughs) Yeah, especially this morning. It might be past knocking at my place. I think it's got a foot in the door, and it's cold. (laughs) Anyway, uh, an important winter preparation is preventing rodents and pests from wintering at your home for their vacation. Boy, that's for sure. I caught three mice in my house in the last month. That's Uh, a record. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. But, you know, it's really a good thing you don't have terophobia. Boy, you're not... What? What's terophobia? <laughs> oh, Mr. Polysyllabic doesn't know what a word means. It's about <laughs> time. Caught him off guard. Well, as my teachers used to say, and mom used to say this too, that's what dictionaries are for. Go look it up. Or 
Maybe I'll make it a word of the week. Okay, okay. Two can play this game. Hey, as I was about to say, during the milder months, the weather is nice enough that we generally don't have to worry about vermin taking over our homes. You know, they're enjoying the outdoors as much as we are. (laughs) But when the temperatures take a dive, everybody, including me, Runs for cover, even the critters. Yep, mice, spiders, and other pests seek shelters for winter from the winter elements, and unfortunately, our homes make the perfect winter retreat. And if you haven't started, now is the time to take preventive measures to keep those pesky pests outside. You know, when they come in, they can bring disease and they can trigger asthma and allergies. You know, speaking of rodents, I lost my pet mouse Elvis the other night. He was caught Uh, in a trap. (laughs) That's so not funny. Here I am trying to help our listeners prevent rodent infestation, and you're telling some sorry joke. Okay, be that way. I was just trying to keep things a little light, but I'm done. No more Mr. Mice Guy. (laughs) Mice Guy, yeah. (laughs) Folks, forgive my ding-a-ling brother. Now, as I was saying... Seal cracks and holes on the outside of your home, and especially check the areas where utilities and pipes enter your house. A mouse can squeeze through a hole the size of a dime. It is amazing how they can fit through such tiny spaces. Yeah, and if you're like me and you burn firewood, you probably have stacks of it. Keep it at least 20 feet from the home because they like to stay there. That's right. Rodents also like to hide in clutter, so keep storage areas well organized and store your boxes off the floor. That's right. And then make sure if they're not worn out or if you don't have any, install some door sweeps. And then any damaged screens on windows or the screens on vents to chimneys, make sure they're all repaired, don't have holes in them. That's right. And in addition to preventing mice and other vermin from cohabitating (laughs) with... Wait, wait. Cohabitating? What? Oh, you mean shacking up. Oh, come on, man. That's a term from the 60s. Let's Please, let's not revisit the 60s again. Hey, hey, I was young then, but, you know, those were good times. It's a good time to revisit. And, you know, if, if I had $100 in 1960, today it'd be worth 855 <laughs> Well, the year 1960 was a fine year. It was the year I was born. Well, even good years have some drawbacks. <laughs> drop so, you know, a little blip on the on the perfect year. So, anyhow, check this out. In 1960, the average new home cost was 12,700 bucks. But the average income was only $5,300. <laughs> and in 1960, a gallon of gas was a whopping 25 cents. You know, it seems cheap in those days. I remember having to go get gas for the lawnmower. Mom would give me 50 cents, and I'd come home with change after getting a gallon <laughs> of the gas. Yeah. Also, in 1960, the average cost of a new car, 2600 bucks. And the famous, the one everybody wanted at the time, the Volkswagen Beetle, cost 1700 bucks. <laughs> I wanted one of them to turn into a dubuck. And, of course, the Sports car of the time, the Ford Mustang two-door hardtop, cost a whopping $2,300. Okay, okay, you're depressing me thinking what items cost today. It's crazy. Yeah, so that's, remember, don't knock the 60s, man. They had some groovy stuff. Uh, Remember, like, leave it to Beaver and, hey, Gilligan's Island. (laughs) And your favorite, the Lawrence Welk Show. (laughs) Okay, Skipper, how about some more winterizing tips? We're doing a home improvement radio show, not the Dick Clark flashback to the 60s. (laughs) Okie dokie. A one and a two. (laughs) (laughs) Funny, Lawrence. Hey, folks, if you live in an area that gets ice and snow, be sure you have a shovel to clear access paths. And stock up now on some de-icing salt. That's right. And keep in mind, not all de-icing salts are created equal. Rock salt, also called sodium chloride, is the most popular for de-icing, of de-icing salts. It's cheap, and you can, you can get it pretty much anywhere. But be cautious, as rock salt can be hazardous for pets, children, metal, it'll eat your car away, <laughs> and the environment. It also won't do much good when temperatures fall below 15 degrees. That's right. Like you said, you can get it almost anywhere, but if you wait till after the first big snow, you might be searching. The next thing you might consider, though, is calcium chloride, because it melts ice down to minus 25 degrees, and it's not particularly harmful to plant life. It can be irritating to the skin, which you should be wearing gloves, however, and it does come at a premium price. You won't want to apply it to concrete as it can be corrosive to yeah, concrete. Yeah, my house shows that. You can also consider pet-friendly or pet-safe uh, salt alternatives that generally are safe for pets and children. 
And now there's also potassium chloride, a salt compound, which is commonly found in fertilizer products. So it can work wonders for your lawn once everything thaws out and we get back to spring. <laughs> However, like rock salt, it doesn't do much after it goes below 15 degrees. But it is safe on contact to the skin. Well, you know, all this cold weather talk makes me want to build a fire, grab a good book, and a nice cup of decaffeinated green tea. <laughs> tea, huh? You, uh, you know what kind of tea the uh, American colonists wanted? Amer- I don't have any idea what they wanted. They wanted liberty. Oh, jeez, that was terrible. <laughs> okay, smarty pants, how about this one? How did Moses make his tea? I have no idea how Moses <laughs> made his tea. He, he brewed it. Oh, my gosh. All right, forget it. Truce before we lose more listeners. How about we try to answer one of the many emails that are coming in? No, it's not a try. It's a do. Go for it. Okay, let's see here. Here's one from uh, Dusty. He writes, Dear Home Talk guys, I love your show. My lovely wife of 30 years recently asked me if we can install an auxiliary heater in our bathroom. What options do I have for auxiliary heat in our bathroom? Thanks, Dusty, from Chattanooga. Boy, that's a good question, Dusty, and thanks for listening. You know, Dusty, several years ago, I asked my brother to install an auxiliary heat in my master bathroom. He put in an electric wall heater, which surprisingly still works to this day. Uh, You make that sound like it truly is surprising. (laughs) You know, I guarantee all my work for life. I just don't say whose life it's guaranteed for. (laughs) Dusty... You have several choices for auxiliary heat, and not knowing the exact details of your situation, we can't recommend a specific one, but we'll discuss some of the options so you can talk to your local handy folk expert, an electrician, or a contractor, see what's best for you, or you can call us and we can ask some clarifying, inquisitive questions. That's right. But you're basically looking at radiant heat, which is heating that heats surfaces of objects, unlike convection heat, which heats the uh, air. Radiant heat um, is it emits an infrared radiation which travels unimpeded until it hits a solid object, which the object the object absorbs, and the radiation warms up the person. A good example, Dusty, is the sun. It can be cool outside, but when that sun shines directly on your face, you can feel the warmth. And radiant heating is more direct than convection heating, so folks usually feel the warmth a lot quicker despite the surrounding temperatures. That's right. And convection heaters, on the other hand, heat the air and then transfer the heat throughout the space to warm up people. Forced air heaters simply incorporate a fan to force movement of the heated air. There you go. And auxiliary bathroom heaters are generally installed in the walls, although you might consider putting in heated floor systems. They feel fantastic. They sure do. My old house had them in the master bathroom, and it was great. Um, Dusty, electric wall heaters are generally generally easier to install, and they can be used wherever electric power is available. Now, gas water, uh, gas wall heaters, they're definitely uh, more efficient, and, and they heat faster, and they're better for the environment. In theory, they're cheaper than electric counterparts, but the need for extra gas runs the venting situation, and just in general, the installation cost, this usually ends up making them more expensive. So in addition to gas and electric wall heaters and the heated floor system I mentioned, you have baseboard heaters which run along the baseboard. Uh, Depending on uh, your bathroom configuration, that may be an option. That's right. And unless you install a heated floor, you're going to want to make sure you have a rug on the bathroom floor as towel and stone quickly radiate the chill of the floor through the feet. That's right, or get some nice fuzzy slippers like my yeah. brother wears. <laughs> Dusty, we hope this helps. Keep listening. Remember, you can listen to past shows on Apple, Google, Spotify, Anchor, and just about any other podcast provider. Just search for the Home Talk Guys. And you can also hear us live on WFLIonline.com each Saturday at 8 a.m. Eastern. That's right. Remember, if you're an artist or you know an artist who would like an original song featured on our show, email us at mail at hometalkguys.com for consideration. That's right. Or visit our website, hometalkguys.com. You know, on our website, we have the brain teaser. We have all kinds of stuff. You need to go there and look at that. All right, it's about time for a message from an amazing and exclusive Home Talk Guys sponsor. This is the Home Talk Guys radio show on WFLI 97.7 FM, 1070 AM, the Big Jet Fly. 
Slim Jim here, owner, undertaker, and makeup artist at the last stop funeral home and taxidermy. The place you want to go for a happy ending. Well, as the holidays approach, it's almost time for our annual casket sale. It starts the Saturday after Black Friday. One of the best gifts you can give your loved ones is to pre-plan your final wishes, and attending our annual casket sale is a great start. Every year, we offer unbelievable discounts on scratch and dent caskets. Even deeper discounts can be found on our gently used and off-lease models. All go through extensive cleaning process. This year, we are introducing three new models. One is the new no-chill model for folks like that cold-weather wimp Mark over at Home Talk Guys. It comes complete with a tombstone-mounted solar panel to run a tiny heater, so inside the casket stays comfy. The second new model is for those folks with the totally unfounded fear that someone will rob their grave. The Fort Knox model is so secure, Bonnie and Clyde couldn't rob it. <laughs> and our third new addition is for the eco-green environmental crowd. The dust-to-dust -dust model is a completely biodegradable casket. It is guaranteed to dissolve in 12 months or less, so its occupant can become one with the soil. <laughs> oh, for this event, the caskets will be displayed on the floor of our parlor so anyone can try them out for comfort. All our caskets come with a free 30-day in-home trial, and any casket purchased during this sale will be upgraded with a foam mattress topper. This is Slam Jim saying don't miss this sale and remember, the last stop funeral home and taxidermy should always be the last thing on your bucket list. Oh, oh now back to that cold weather wimp mark on the home talk, guys. Hey, welcome back to the Home Talk Guys radio show. Boy, old Slim Jim not cutting me any break on that cold temperatures. I know I don't like them. <laughs> that explains why you're wearing three coats. <laughs> I was guessing maybe circulation in old age, you know. Anyway, give us a call with your home and home repair questions or anything else you would like some help with. Yeah, except for let's try not to do personal hygiene questions. You know, we had a question a while back on toenails and we need to set some boundaries on this show, on, even look. though the boundaries are pretty far out. <laughs> look, we can bloviate and obfuscate on almost anything. Heck, we've done it for years. Anyway, our number is 423-821-3555, or you can email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. All right, you ready for some cerebral cleaning jerks? <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I beg your pardon. I've been called many things. But I don't think anybody's ever used clean and jerk in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm not calling you a name. Oh, I'm yeah. asking if you're ready for some brain exercise. Well, my brain and I am already, always ready for some exercise. But this just so long as I don't have to suit up in one of those spandex shorts that are all the craze. I mean, <laughs> whatever happened to traditional gym shorts and tube socks, man, that was a great look. Tube socks, huh? You're going back to your days in high school as a pole vaulter. Tube socks died about the same time as gun racks in the back window of pickup trucks. Yeah, the good old days. Think about it. We actually had kids that carried pocket knives to school, and they had rifles in the back window of their trucks, and never once was either used to cause trouble at the school. Yeah, that's true, but the times had changed. Anyway, do you remember last week's Brain Twister? Yes, I do, and I love a good math challenge. All right, so let me uh, remind our listeners of last week's Brain Twister. Then you provide your answer, and we'll see if you and at least one of our listeners got it right. All right, let's hear it. Okay, here we go. Larry's Pet and Compost received a new order of canaries at the store. After lining each cage with fresh newspaper and 8 by 10s of us... <laughs> <laughs> Larry realized he had a problem. After counting the canaries in cages, Larry's realized that if he put one canary per cage, he'll have one bird too many. 
And if you put two canaries in each cage, he'll have one cage too many. So the question was, how many cages and canaries does Larry's pet and compost have? Well written, good buddy. You copy that. <laughs> CB, huh? Uh, are you stolen because you don't know the answer? <laughs> well, one, three, two, four. Uh, oh, contraire, my good man. Through use of logic and reasoning, I solved this dilemma in a matter of seconds. Uh, you know, Aristotle, he defined logic as new and necessary reasoning. Well, I, you know, I may have learned that at one point, but uh, I seem to only retain the trivial. It, it's a gift. <laughs> yeah, some gift. Hey, for that, for that, but I can speak sometimes. Perhaps, though, that's why I'm the older, more sage sibling. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, Airy, as friends like me used to call him. Airy for Aristotle? I've never heard that. <laughs> hey, sometimes we call him the big A. Anyhow, <laughs> he used the term new because it allows us to learn what we do not know. And he used the term necessary because it's conclusions that are inescapable. Okay, okay. Stop stalling. What's your answer? Uh, not so fast, grasshopper. <laughs> uh, learning at the feet of a master is to be appreciated. So button it up and listen. If we only had a master. Oh, come on, poor child. Listen and learn. Logical systems should have three things. Consistency, which is basically none of the theorems of the system contradict one another. Soundness which means that the system's rules of proof will never allow a false inference from a true premise and completeness. Okay, which... okay, enough. <laughs> My head hurts. Do you have an answer? Oh, uh, do I have an answer? You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? <laughs> the answer, my good lad, is Larry has three cages and four canaries and too many of our photos. What? Surprising and very good. And I guess in this case, the use of the appellation... Professor is applicable, is applicable <laughs> although i got to say it's painful to admit. Okay, okay, the next question is, and see if we can get through this quicker, do we have a winner? Sure enough, did. Good, and who would that be? Well, you know, I put all the correct answers in my right pocket, shook my right leg, and the first one to fall out the bottom of my right pant leg was... Wait, 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 wait. Fall out of your right pant leg? What are you talking about? Well, my right pocket has a hole in it, so I thought a fair and unbiased way to select the winner would be to put the correct answers in my pocket and see which one fell out first. <laughs> Why not sew up the hole in your pocket and draw the names out of a hat like a normal person? Hmm, that's interesting. I guess I'd quit finding money on the floor, <laughs> but I actually never thought of that. <laughs> Amazing. Anyway, all right. Who is the winner? This week's winner is... dun dun Benny from Collegedale. Benny will get his choice of a $25 gift certificate from Lowe's, Home Depot, Ace, or we have a special offering, an autographed 8x10 glossy photo of us, the Home Talk Guys. Get out of here. You got? Did you get order more of those after we just managed to unload the last batch by donating them to the haunted funeral home for that uh, haunted funeral home experience last month? Yep, yeah, yeah, they were a big hit at the haunted funeral home. I figured we should order some more. You gotta be kidding me. No wonder mom liked me best. Uh, at least you thought anyway. <laughs> well, nice work, Benny. We'll be in touch soon. And remember, although you can only uh, win once every 30 days, please keep listening to the show for more handy folks' advice and a little antics. And uh, remember, you can check out our podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast sites. Okay. At the risk of more lecturing, are you ready for this week's Brain Twister? Is it math-based? Possibly. Good. As I always say, there are three kinds of people in this world. Those who count and those who can't. <laughs> so much for your logic and reason. <laughs> All right. The new Brain Twister goes like this. Let me get this here. I have to read this. The Sawmill Valley Volunteer Fire Department is having a dinner in the school gymnasium as a fundraiser to help buy new equipment. They have asked the Votech culinary students to make the main entree, which will be chicken parmesan, and vegetable baked acorn squash. They have also asked Clayton over at uh, Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Cafe to supply Dom's biscotti for dessert. The Volunteer Fire Department will set up five large tables with 14 people being the most that can sit at any one table. The fire department will supply 77 identical bowls to handle all the food. They've given the Votech the following instructions. Each diner 
is to get their own bowl with an entree. Other bowls will hold two servings of vegetables for di- for diners to share, and the remaining bowls will hold three servings of desserts for the diners to share. The Votech needs to figure out how many people will be eating using just the 77 bowls so they know how much food to prep and how many biscotti to order. So the questions are as follows. How many people will be eating so that everyone gets the same serving of entree, vegetable, and dessert? And how many people can sit at each table so everyone gets their equal serving? And keep in mind, there will be no sharing between tables and no leftovers because these are hungry folks. That's right. You know, I like it. And if you think you know the answer to this week's Brain Twister, or you're sure we don't, send your response to mail at hometalkguys.com or carefully inscribe it on the bed of a 2020 Kenworth T880 dump truck with crosslock, 20,000-pound steerable lift axle, smart wheel, (laughs) Uh, heated driver's seat, maybe a CB, Chalmers suspension, and all aluminum wheels. Hey, drop it off here at this station. Leave the key on top of the right front tire. <laughs> You're nuts. The winner selected at random in a more advanced manner than what my brother used this week from among all the correct answers will receive their choice of a $25 gift certificate or a uh, an autograph, a bunch of autographed pictures of us. Hey, 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 just give them one photo. They're expensive and we need them. And what are we going to do with the rest? I plan to hand them out some when I make public appearances. <laughs> Other than the grocery store, what public appearance do you make? Yeah, come on, man. We're the home talk guys. Next to Max and Vinny, we are America's handyman. I'm working on getting us an agent, not a probation agent either. (laughs) An agent. Good luck. I hope they have other talent or they're going to (laughs) starve. What do you say we do another email as they're piling up? Okay. But listeners, you can also call in with your questions. Our number is, are you ready? Our number is 423-821-3555. Okay. Here's one from uh, Rocky. Hey, I like the name. I wonder where he's from. Well, let's see here. It looks like uh, Dunlap. Rocky writes, yo. <laughs> he writes, yo, I have a few holes in my drywall. Funds is tight right now, so I thought you guys might could provide me with some direction on how to fix these. Coincidentally, the holes are about the size of a grown man's fist. But don't make any <laughs> don't get any ideas, he says. Your advice better be good or else. Rocky. Wow. I'm gonna guess Rocky's not a native Tennessean and, and not from Rocky's concrete either. <laughs> I'd agree. But let's uh let's see if we can help him fix his holes. <laughs> what the ones in the wall or maybe one in his head. <laughs> hey man, come on. Okay, all right. Hey, most holes in drywalls can be fixed at minimal cost. Hey, Rocky, that means cheap. <laughs> the simplest holes to fix are screws and nail holes. Uh, for these, you just clean around the area of the hole, and then you use a putty knife to press some spackle into the hole and let it dry. You may need to repeat it once or twice. Once dry, you sand and paint to match the wall. That's right, Rocky. And larger holes, say the size of a grown man's fist, can <laughs> be a bit trickier. You'll need to cut out a rectangular section of the drywall surrounding the hole, then cut a new piece of drywall to fit in that hole. You can use uh, a few small pieces of wood to brace the new drywall in the hole by placing them inside the wall and drilling screws into uh, the top and the bottom so there's a place that you can fit that drywall patch in. And once that's done, you've put that patch in there and screwed it to that wood. And now you're going to want to put drywall tape around the seams and finish this off by applying joint compound and using a putty knife to smooth it out till it's flat. This may take several coats. And then, you know, when you've got it nice and smooth, you're going to want to keep going to, to the finish. That's right. Finish it off by sanding and painting to match the wall. All right. So, Rocky, um, the couple of the items you're going to need for this, you're going to need a putty knife. You're going to need joint compound. You're going to need a scrap piece of drywall, which you'll either have something around or you can pick up smaller pieces at the big box store. Drywall tape, either paper or mesh and a few pieces of scrap plywood to screw in behind the drywall to hold your new patch. Electric or cordless drill, drywall screws, sandpaper, and possibly some texture like orange peel. Now, you know, uh, when they do your whole house, they have a big machine that does orange peel, but they do sell orange peel in a spray can. That's right. Pick that up. And I've used that before. Rocky, good luck. If you have more questions, call my brother, Polly. Well, Polly, hey, my name's Mark. (laughs) Yo, I was making a joke. In any event, it's time for another commercial from an exclusive Home Talk Guy sponsor. Yeah, but um, remember, go to our website. We have all kind of information there, and the 
past brain twister if you need to review it because it was complicated. It'll be there in a day or so. Hey, yo, this is the Home Talk Guys radio show <laughs> on 97.7 FM, 1070 AM, WFLI, the Big Jet Fly. Hanks Hardware and Haberdashery is pleased to announce the arrival of a new item just in time for the cooler months. For you handy folks that can't let the cooler days slow you down, Hanks is pleased to present their all-new HVAC overalls. Hanks' exclusive HVAC overalls keep you toasty warm during cooler weather and with a simple adjustment of the built-in thermostat, provide cooling during the hot summer months. Specially designed, combining NASA's latest space suit technology and ion battery advances, Hank's HVAC overalls deliver strategic heating and cooling while protecting vital body parts from getting too hot or too cold. And yes, these HVAC overalls use environmentally friendly coolant and can be serviced by any HVAC technician. Hank's HVAC overalls come in an assortment of colors and styles for men and women. Hanks even carries them in black and white stripes for those weekenders at the Pokey cleaning the sides of the road. And you can upgrade your HVAC overalls too. Hanks offers a misting system that can mist the entire body or just select areas. But please, use the misting feature wisely to avoid mold and mildew buildup in less than desirable locations. You can also add a steam system to your overalls. If you like steam rooms but never have enough time to really enjoy them, this steam system is for you. Simply turn on the HVAC steam system and relax while you work as your body is enveloped in a thin layer of steam. A note of caution, please be sure to activate the built-in LED indicator that alerts others you're using the HVAC steam system so as not to be doused by water by a good Samaritan seeing steam escaping from your HVAC overalls and mistakenly thinking you're on fire. So folks, come on down to the square and visit us at Hank's Hardware and Haberdashery and bring the little ones to play on our scrap pile out back while you shop. Hank's Hardware and Haberdashery, home of the no-crack guarantee. Welcome back. Give us a call with your home and home repair questions or anything else on which you'd like some questionable advice. <laughs> questionable? Hmm, that's not very encouraging. Hey, our number is 423-821-3555 or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. Hey, you know what we got hold of this week? Uh, I don't have it. What do, I don't know. Hey, I know. A golden ticket from Willy Wonka. <laughs> a Gene Wilder classic, oh. although I didn't like the remake as much. Uh, Newsflash, those tickets were taken years ago. However, oh. we got hold of some audio of world-famous designer Ivanta Egon at the town council meeting last week. Oh, man, cool. How about if we listen in and see if we can pick up some designing tips? Sounds good. Ms. Egon, welcome to our town planning meeting. We are honored you accepted our invitation. Thank you, my darlings. Your town reminds me of my little Anapa back in Russia. <laughs> Anapa? That's what I take every afternoon. <laughs> yes, humor. Anapa is where I was raised as a child. It is not a joke. In Russia... Humor is signed a weakness. Uh, oh, I, I, I see. Well, as you know, Ms. Egon is celebrated around the world for her designs. We are privileged to have her design our new city park. An honor for us both, I am sure. We will design a space that is celebration of nature through contrast, deduction, and abstraction. Miss Egan, your use of celebration is perfect. We are a closely knit community and intend to use the new city park for celebrations and gatherings throughout the year. Yes, I will design this space to gather and celebrate the realities of life. It will juxtapose pleasure and pain. A thorny garden of brilliant roses against a tranquil reflection pond. What? will offer serenity through truly minimalistic principles. Parkgoers will marvel at the beauty of simplicity. They will find solace for the soul. 
to rejuvenate from an otherwise cold and dreary world. Rejuvenation, yes, but... Miss Egan, this park's soul, as you say, should reflect careful jubilance. As the good councilwoman said, a place to gather and celebrate. A jubilance? What is jubilance? It is excess. We Russians know how to celebrate is not done with jubilance or other excess, but with introspection and self-loathing. That is how one celebrates and gains peace that dominates the soul. Ah, oh, domination. <laughs> Reminds me of my Boris. Who? What? Oh, never mind. You will come to understand good design reflects life and all its phases. Miss Egan, I'm trying to understand. I agree introspection is good, but can we please exchange the self-loathing for a comfortable place? We envision park benches amid beautifully landscaped gardens of flowers, picnic tables, and a pond to walk around and feed the fish. Perhaps even a gazebo as the center point for gatherings. <laughs> oh, my Pollyannish darling. Oh, that is too much for the soul. True joy comes from simplicity. A single park bench under a weeping willow conveying rest from the heavy burdens of life. Okay, okay, uh, unique, but offering a shady place to rest. I like that. What about the rest of the park? Bill, are you crazy? A single bench? In the center, I will place a picnic table. Now we're talking a picnic table with benches for families to sit and enjoy a meal in the outdoors. Sounds great. Did I say anything about picnic benches? Oh, uh, no. Oh, good. That is too much. The ground is Mother Nature's seating. It speaks to the baseness of man, and we will scatter rocks to represent the pain of our existence. Picnic tables with no seating and rocks to inflict pain? Perhaps the language differences are impeding effective communication. Enough! I will design for you, and you will like it. I must return to my room to begin sketching before my vision becomes clouded by further talk. I will be back soon. Prochet! Pro-what? Prochet is rushing goodbye. What was that? Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's remember Miss Egan is world-renowned for her designs. Her name alone will draw visitors to our little town. There must be some language buried. I am sure, certain, I'm, I'm reasonably certain, I, I mean, surely we would like her work. Sitting on the ground around a picnic table? That's nuts. Or, or, it, is it genius? Think about it. All the hours of duck-duck-goose families can enjoy while sharing a meal around the picnic table. Ah, oh my. I make a motion to adjourn this meeting before we all start acting crazy. Maybe I have a second. Please? Anybody? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not so sure her mental misdesign is right for our city park. <laughs> a picnic table with no place to sit but the ground? Heck, I don't even like Duck Duck Goose. Yeah, but you know, she is world famous, so maybe we'll be surprised. Okay, well, it's time for you to show off your talent. Wait a minute. You didn't tell me. I didn't bring my spoons with me. <laughs> Wrong talent. I'm talking mental acumen. You know, word and quote of the week. Ooh, okie dokie, as mom used to say. This week's word is encephalon, meaning the brain. Are you sure that's not a dinosaur? <laughs> Pterodactyl, brontosaurus, encephalon? Eh, I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Would you like to buy a vowel? <laughs> oh, you're a game show host now, huh? Hey, man, that would be cool. Um, think of it. A game for, you know, game show for handy folks, which they'll understand this. We could call it Wheel of Frustration. <laughs> and, and you could be the male version of Vanna White. Get out I mean, of here. In this day and age, there's nothing wrong with that. You could cross-dress and look like Vanna, but you'd have a 5 o'clock shadow and hairy legs. Oh, man. I gotta stop. I'm starting to get nauseous <laughs> thinking about Good, it. Good, because our listeners have just declined by half. We aren't doing a game show, but we would be interested in a quote of the week. I can do that also. The quote for this week goes like this 
hey, if I had an extra hand to lend you, I'd be in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of circus, based on your performance, I think you might qualify the, for, for the circus even without three hands. Hey, come on. Really? Actually, really? You, you know, I actually always dreamed of running away and joining the circus. Uh, I'm quite the juggler, and I can do a little bit of magic. If you remember back in the teenage years, I had a levitating tie. <laughs> I actually do remember that tie. As a young kid, I thought it was really cool. But be, uh, before you run away and join the circus, can we finish the show? Well, you know, you might be able to tag along as the bearded lady if you want. Oh, my gosh. Thanks, but I'll pass. Okay. So we're going to go to a call. The switchboard is lit up. We don't have any open lines right now. Uh, and we have a call. Hello. Tell us what's going on at your place. Hey. 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 Who is this? This is uh, the Home Talk Guys radio show with Ken and Mark. Hey, good buddy. Hey. I'm calling from up here in Virginia. I've been listening to your show on 1320. All right. Thunder Radio. Thunder Radio. That's right. I got a question. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Virginia? Where in Virginia? Hey. Hey, Breaker 19. <laughs> I got a question. Am I coming through? Okay, okay. You're what's coming your question? Th- you're coming through wall-to-wall, good buddy. What's up? Okay, well, here's the thing. I got one of them lever sinks, and oh, when I pull that lever left, the doggone cold water's coming out. And now, that don't seem right to me. Now, I'm, I'm used to the two-handle the two handle faucet, but I got this lever sink. Right, right. It seems to me cold water should be on the right. Right. But you're, you're exactly right. Well, you, you need yeah. to move. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or I'll say... Uh, or I'll say they don't have hot water there, one or the other. Maybe they got rid of the tank. Um, if it was in, was this faucet put in recently, or now here's my question: Could it have been that the plumber was left-handed? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, because I might be in a left-handed apartment. Well, right, right. The other thing is, um, and I hate to admit, it's happened on our jobs. Sometimes when they hook the faucet up, they switch the water lines underneath, and, and you end up with them backwards. And I've actually had people figure out that they're just going to get used to it. It's not that hard to switch the water lines. But now if you had a left-handed plumber, uh, you might need to call him. <laughs> I, I don't know. But you know, way that, that, that's a great way to uh, strengthen your mind. They say if you're, uh, if you're right-hand dominant, spend more time using your left hand for, for primary uh, functions, and it'll help that brain synapse thing. Look, you're not going to have dementia for a long time. Well, you know, the other well, thing is... Well, okay, okay, I, I'm, I'm with you on this. Well, well, let me ask you one more okay, thing. One more, one more quick thing before i got to go. Right, and you and might... I noticed, you, go ahead. Just think about this. You might start driving from the right side of the car, too. <laughs> go well, ahead. Well, and let me ask you about this. I noticed in the bathtub when I flush the toilet, that doggone water swirling the wrong way. What's up with that? <laughs> you sure you don't live in the southern hemisphere? Right. That toilet was well, shipped in. Maybe this is a southern hemisphere apartment. Yeah, 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 I don't know. I think the left-handed plumber definitely is. That's that's the situation. Maybe you live in a vortex like the Bermuda Triangle or something. I, you got some strange stuff going on there. If, if you can't get any of it fixed, maybe you should just start having tours of your house. Well... I yeah, tell you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be moving out of this place. And let me tell you, I, I really like your show. And if y'all ever need some help, I just retired. I'm a, uh, I, I had a, a very minor career in country music, and I'm moving down to Tennessee. And if y'all ever need some help, you just let me know. All right. Well, you give us a call when you're here. And you know part of the problem where you, you described you might be too close to Washington, D.C. You know, oh, so. don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks yeah. for your call. We look forward to hearing from you when you're down here in the beautiful state of Tennessee. All right. Thank you very have much. Have a good day. Time. Y'all have a good day now. All right. You know, uh, only 10 to 12% of the world's population are left-handed, so I think finding a left-handed plumber is not going to be as easy <laughs> as it sounds. Well, he was an interesting character. You know, I actually have a son who's left-handed, but he's not a plumber. He's an engineer, and he has an awesome daughter. Man, that, that's kind of surprising, him being an engineer. As lefties are usually, you know, a little bit more artistic. Does your son know that August 13th is the International Left-Handers Day? Uh, I don't know, but I will let him know. Say, what do you uh, say we take a moment now for a word from a Home Talk Guys sponsor on the Home Talk Guys radio network? Okay, I say go for it. This is 97.7 FM, 1070 AM, WFLI, the big jet fly. 
Lefty here with the Extra Hand Tool Company and another ideal product for all you honeydoers. It's the Doubt Buster Level, or DBL for short. The DBL is your tool for silencing your skeptics. Whether you are hanging pictures, installing shelves, or putting in a mailbox post, you'll want to make sure you keep your DBL close by with your ordinary level. This way, when someone comes by and says, oh, that doesn't look too level, or are you sure that isn't leaning to one side, you can set them straight. Just grab your DBL, the Doubt Buster level, and hold it up against your work and tell them to look closely. As you profess, it's dead on. They will go away satisfied you're as skillful as you claim. You may notice them even trying to clean their glasses in amazement. You never have to worry about the DBL letting you down. The reason is in our patented technology. We have made the DBL with the bubble permanently fixed right between the lines. So relax and just try to get your work close. And when you get questioned, grab the Doubt Buster level. Well, I'm Lefty from the Extra Hand Tool Company saying, this is one tool you probably should not loan out. Hi, this is the Home Talk Guys radio show. We are Ken and Mark, the Home Talk Guys. Give us a call with your home and home repair questions. That's right. Our number is 423-821-3555 or email us at questions at hometalkguys.com. Hey, in the meantime, we have a little Sawmill Valley news. Indeed we do. It was another productive week in our little corner of the world here in Sawmill Valley. Folks are busy readying for colder days. Like procrastinating squirrels, we're hurrying about, tending to gardens, gutters, groceries, and more. Amongst all the busyness, though, one resident learned to slow down. It was Dr. Mason. He learned a valuable lesson this week. He was traveling down a neighborhood street, uh, going a bit too fast in his brand-new Land Rover. Mindful of the humble area in which he was driving, he was watchful for anything out of the ordinary as he passed some rundown homes and old cars parked along the road. Suddenly, he slowed down when he thought he saw something near a parked car up ahead. As his SUV passed, no one appeared. Instead, a rock smashed into the Land Rover's side door. He quickly slammed on his brakes and drove back to where the, to the spot where the rock had been thrown. Angry Dr. Mason jumped out of his car, grabbed a boy that he suspected of throwing the rock, and pushed him up against the car and then shouted at him, What was that all about? Who are you? Just what the heck are you doing? That rock is going to cost me a lot of money. Why'd you throw it, Mason demanded. A little boy was apologetic. Please, mister, please, I'm sorry. I didn't know what else to do, he pleaded. I threw the rock because no one else would stop. With tears dripping down his face and off of his chin, the young boy, no more than six or seven, pointed to a spot around a parked car. It's my brother, he said. He rolled off the curb and fell out of his wheelchair, and I can't lift him. Now sobbing, the little boy asked the stunned doctor, Would you please help me get him back in his wheelchair? He's hurt, and he's too heavy for me. We've been trying to find our mother. She's been gone all day, and Grandma says she has a drug problem. Moved beyond words by this little boy, forced to grow up way too soon, Dr. Mason hurriedly lifted a handicapped uh, brother back into the wheelchair, took out his fancy handkerchief, and dabbed the cuts and scrapes. A quick assessment told Dr. Mason the handicapped boy was not seriously hurt. Just then, the children's grandmother came up. She had been worried sick about the young boy's whereabouts. Thank you, and God bless you, the grateful child told the stranger. Too shook up for words, Dr. Mason simply watched the little boy push his wheelchair-bound brother down the sidewalk alongside their aged grandmother. It was a long, slow walk back to the Land Rover. The damage to the SUV was very noticeable. But Dr. Mason hasn't bothered to repair the dented side door. He he decided to keep the dent there to remind him not to go through life so fast that someone has to throw a rock at you to get your attention. Well, that's the latest Handy Folks news from Peaceful Productive Sawmill Valley for this week, where every garage has a workbench, every home a honeydew list, and almost every male puts a seat down. Oh, man. You know, I'm sure there's a lesson in there for all of us. Without a doubt. Say, uh, are you ready for some handy folks fitness tips from your years of fitness adventures? <laughs> all right. Adventures I like. That's I like the sound of adventures. 
you're the only person I know that did a bike trip around the world. Uh, actually, I wasn't the only one. There was a number of folks with me. I was one of 250, and the other 249 I later uh, got to know well <laughs> over the year of, of riding together. Well, you know, you think about it. Today's handy person has to be not only knowledgeable and skilled, technical and agile, but they have to be fit to excel. <laughs> So we at the Home Talk Guys Radio Network embrace a role of physical health in making us more effective in all that we do. So we like to share a tip now and then, a fitness tip, uh, that'll uh, with our listeners so that we can all together meet the battle to be our very best. Here, here. Hey, today's fitness tip is something most of us do each day anyway. It's walk. If we will arrange our schedule so we can do a nonstop 30-minute brisk walk each day, here are some of the proven benefits. You know, it sounds simple to walk for 30 minutes. It's so hard sometimes to put it in your schedule. One of the proven benefits is it will improve your mood, your mood. Research shows that regular walking actually modifies your nervous system so much that you'll experience a decrease in anger and hostility. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Also, it will boost your creative juices. According to the Journal of Experimental Psychology, Learning, Memory, and Cognition, going for a walk can spark creativity. Researchers administered creative thinking tests to subjects while seated and while walking. And you know what they found? The walkers thought more creatively than the sitters. <laughs> Maybe we need to be walking when we're putting our show together. <laughs> it also, you know, this walking also helps burn calories and reduce excess weight. It can also reduce muscle loss and improve the body's response to insulin, which can help reduce belly fat. And check this out. Interval walking really cranks up your afterburn, which means the calories you burn after you're done with your official walk. To add intervals, uh, warm up for three minutes, then spend 25 minutes alternating between one minute of fast walking as fast as you can walk and one minute of brisk walking, about a 10 on a scale of one to about a six on a scale of one to 10 in the intensity scale. And then uh, do your cool down for two minutes and then repeat. Here, here's another thing that will get you out there. Walking helps reduce the risk of chronic disease. The American Diabetes Association says walking lowers your blood sugar levels and your overall risk for diabetes. Regular walking lowered blood pressure by as much as 11 points. Hey, and it may reduce the risk of stroke by 20 to 40%. Amazing. A New England Journal of Medicine article states that those who walk 30 or more minutes on five or more days per week had a 30% lower risk of cardiovascular disease compared with those who didn't walk or were couch potatoes. Pretty amazing. <laughs> and your legs will look better, too, which I know my brother's excited about. <laughs> no and, more bird legs. <laughs> and likely feel better. As we age, our risk of unsightly varicose veins increases. However, walking is a proven way to help prevent those unsightly lines from developing. The venous system includes a, a circulatory section known as the secondary heart, which is formed by muscles, veins, and valves located in our calf and our foot. This system works to push blood back up to the heart and lungs. Walking strengthens the secondary circulatory system by strengthening and preserving leg muscles, which boosts healthy blood flow. You know, the other thing, walking helps improve digestion as it utilizes core and abdominal muscles encouraging movement in our GI system. <laughs> Running even multiplies that. If you know what I mean, movement in our GI system is good. <laughs> I get it. Walking help also helps protect your joints. Research shows that walking for at least 10 minutes a day or about an hour a week can stave off disability and arthritis pain in older adults. But our goal is 30 minutes at least five days a week. This will also boost your immunity. Research suggests that high-intensity interval walk training, as my brother described earlier, can help improve immune function in older adults with rheumatoid arthritis, you know, RA, which is an inflammatory disease that affects the joint. It also helps patients with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, and it helps reduce their morbidity and mortality risk. All right. A secret to a longer and healthier life involves walking and getting outside. A study in the Journal of American Geriatric Society showed that older adults between the ages of 70 and 90 who left the house and were physically active lived longer than those who didn't. Yeah, so, you know, something as basic as walking, not just strolling, but moving at the best rate you can move, can pay dividends in many ways 
including your handy folks' ability. You'll be able to knock down more items on your honeydew list. <laughs> Man, I can't get, wait to get out and walk today. Uh, anyway, hey, did, did you oh, get a chance to – it's cold, but, you know, that's why the brisk walking. Yeah. Did you get a chance to catch last week's up-and-comer at the Big Bucks Coffee House and Wild Game Cafe? No, I wasn't walking, but I was doing cat yoga. <laughs> wait, wait. I've heard of goat yoga, but cat yoga, what, does that involve different movement positions while you sneeze from the cat hair? That's not funny because you know I have cats. It's actually <laughs> relaxing and intense at the same time. Is that possible? It sounds more like it's mutually exclusive. Anyway, Big Bucks Up and Comer featured Miss April Hemphill and some good gospel music. So what do you say we take a listen to a few minutes of her show? I think that would be a great idea. What a voice. What a voice. Angelic, for sure. It kind of reminds me of Alison Krauss. Now, remember, folks, if you or someone you know or a musician or singer and you're an up-and-coming person and you want some exposure, go to our website, hometalkguys.com, and click on the um, Big Bucks tab. And down at the bottom, there's a place to contact us, and we'll talk to you about putting your music on the air. That's right. We've had some great uh, new talent. Hey, you know, I read an article recently about the the lowest, the 25 cities with the lowest cost of living. Uh, Number one, Fort Wayne, Indiana. All right. Hey, uh, looking at the clock on the wall, I can't believe it, but we are out of time for this week. We have executed the past hour in true deedle fashion. Wait a minute. Did you just use the word deedle as in deedle, deedle, dumpling? My son, John, <laughs> went to bed with his trousers on? No, my good mother goose. That's pronounced diddle. Oh. I said deedle, which means skillful. Now, how about we say goodbye and remind folks where they can find us? Okay. 10-4, good buddy. We'll end the show on a little CB note, though. <laughs> hey, folks, we'll catch you on the flip-flop. And remember, you can find us home at hometalkguys.com or on WFLI, the Big Jet Fly, each Saturday at 8 a.m., and at Google, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and other podcast sites. Just search for the Home Talk Guys. That's right. Well, we've heard, we hope you've heard, we hope you've learned a little, <laughs> learned laugh a little, anyway. and tell a friend to tune in next Saturday for another edition of the Home Talk Guys radio show. The Home 
of the Honeydew Eradication Association. So thanks for listening. Now, what do you say we go out and do some good? That's right. And, uh, you know, folks, if nothing else, go to our website, and we'll see you next week. Good night to Vincenzo.